This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Oh wow, no sniff. I unmuted and I expected to hear a, but nothing. I, I honestly... Medicated. I, I consciously didn't. You consciously didn't sniff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I'm like, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> and the harder I the more I wanted to. I really wanted to, but I didn't do it. Uh, Centrist Federal Credit Union saying thank you for that. No sniffing right now. So anyway, uh, Centrist Federal Credit Union, our partner for 2023. Uh, get online, check out their blog. I mean, it's super consumer friendly, um, customer friendly. You're going to find it's easy to navigate if you're looking for answers that are financial questions. Even better yet, talking to them directly. Uh, always a good idea. And they more than, they're more than happy to have you pop in any of their locations and say hi and say, I just, I just wanted to, I just had some questions. want to talk to somebody and they'll hook you up just like that. Centrusfcu.org or 402-334-7000. Call them. All right. So a quick follow-up to the previous episode. We were talking about the fact that, uh, you know, in Harry, Okay, yes, royal news. And Harry in the spare had a little tidbit, tidbit in there where he divulged uh, some romantic news about his initial romantic encounter. And of all people, actor Rupert Everett piped up and said, liar. <laughs> He's a liar. No, He's weird. A liar. <laughs> like the random person in the back of the church that stands up and goes, liar. Like, who are you yeah. to this whole situation? Where'd you come so from? Where, where did that come from? Yeah. And so I got to, you know, just kind of digging around. I'm trying to find the connection. And honestly, I can't figure out the connection. They said that, you know, there have been times where he has been in the company of the royals. He is older than the Duke. It's not like they would have hung out together, gone bar hopping or something. Um, he's not as old as Charles. He's like between Charles and Harry's age. Right. Yeah. And um, in the book, the Duke of Sussex, or I don't even know if you can still call him that at this point. And he is 38, by the way, just to just to kind of paint the picture. Um, he had written in there that his his very first encounter was with an older woman who, and this is the quote, okay? <laughs> I didn't, I, I had not seen this before. This is the quote. It says, who supposedly liked macho horses and treated me much like a young stallion. What? That's the weirdest quote ever. That's and what, she did that in a ditch. That's it is well. Okay, it was in a, it was in a beautiful field behind a busy pub, not in a ditch behind a bar. I'm sure <laughs> beautiful flowers and butterflies everywhere. So that was the quote from the book, or at least part of the quote from the book. Okay, that's, that's so laugh. weird. And it even goes on. I mean, there's more to that. It is it, the way it's written is just almost it's it, it's cringy, really cringy. Uh, afterwards, she spanked my behind, basically, as ass, and sent me on my way. Uh, one of my many mistakes was letting it happen in a field just behind a very busy pub. No doubt someone had seen us. That's from the, the, and, and I'm telling you right now, he never regretted that for one second and still doesn't. 
He, he's not, I've been pondering on this and I regret the ditch hump for so long. <laughs> like, you no, know, you don't. You're a dude, just like any other dude. You Don't be stupid. He, exactly. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said a thing in this book. Right. He'd, if you're embarrassed or you're whatever, you would have just let it go. You don't. No. And the way he wrote it just seems so, it just, it doesn't seem even real. And apparently that's what Rupert took issue with. And he apparently has knowledge, although the people that are close to the Duke or ex-Duke, whatever, uh, Harry, had had said, you know, it's really odd that Rupert seems to think he has says, such intimate knowledge of Harry's you know, actions and this and that. But for whatever reason, and Rupert's been very adamant about it when he's been questioned, he hasn't gone any further except to say that wasn't the person that was his first encounter, his older woman, which we had talked about. She was a couple years older than him. Um, and he knows who it was and that he wasn't talking when it came to spilling the beans as to who it was. There were rumors at one point that I have dug up of an older woman, 19 years older than Harry, who it was believed was his first encounter. And that was Elizabeth Hurley. Get it. What? <laughs> okay. Game changer. And like, if he's going to write BS, why wouldn't he just roll with it and just, Dude. and not name names, but just say somebody who is famous. And then just kind of let it sit there. But anyway, that rumor, she has, can I say, I mean, in bold letters, vehemently denied. I'm sure she it's is not just true. like, no, that never happened. No, I'm sure it's not true. <laughs> but I'm guessing he probably planted that rumor a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Harry. <laughs> yeah, I bet. yeah, he did. But hey, if it was true, get it. So I can't really solve anything when it comes to why Rupert is talking. Um. And and how what his connection is, they've gone through the list of his former girlfriends and the, the girls that he dated. And there was a couple in particular that he dated for quite a while. And uh, the queen didn't like one of them. I think her name was Chelsea. Um, and I believe it was Queen Elizabeth didn't like what, her because she liked tequila. <laughs> <laughs> she wore midi skirts and she danced however she wanted to. Um, that's why Harry liked her. All those things. Exactly. Those all, that was his checklist right there. So, so anyway, so yeah, I, I, I wish I could find more. I know that question came up and we're like, well, why is Rupert ever involved? Well, I I don't think, I don't think you're giving up. I think it's always going to be in the back of your mind that you'll always, you'll, you'll find it one of these days. Eventually it'll pop up eventually, I guess. You'll find it. Um, Another story that came out that I thought was kind of a fun one. And I'd, I'd heard somebody talking about the other day and I got to digging around, finally found it. It's about a guy this is a nightmare. This is absolutely stalker, like like ten point or ten point one. I mean, it's like it's it, to the to the nth degree. A man has sued a woman for over two million dollars because she wants to be just friends and claims that she damaged his quote stellar reputation. No, he's doing that right now. Right. He is. He is any girl that ever considers dating him once she sees this lawsuit. No. Don't even go close to him. Not don't even get a chance. Mm-mm. So he he had dated her, and and that's what you do. You date, and then you find out mm, this isn't going to work. And you say, okay, thanks. Let's just be friends. See you later. Bye bye. And he wasn't having it. 
was not having it, said that the rejection caused him trauma, damaged his reputation. And now she's countersuing because he has been basically turning up everywhere she is and at her house. That's like legit stalking. What's it? One, can the courts put a stop to this whole lawsuit thing? You wish, except it's in Singapore. That's where the pro, that's the twist. (laughs) And apparently they don't have the same rules that we have. So, She's yeah, she's installed all the uh, security equipment and all that good stuff. I think her lawsuit is for basically 350 bucks or something like that. The cost of the equipment and installation or something and about eight hundred dollars more for counseling. (laughs) So, no, uh, I guess it's going to court at this point. But just yeah. Yeah, this dude is he's not helping himself out at all. Nope, no. not at all. That's funny. Um, and then as we're heading into another unbelievably warm February day in 2023, which is just cra- 35 degrees when we woke up. Yeah, it's nuts. So beautiful. I absolutely take more of this all the time. Uh, in Canada, you guys got to have one from Canada. Um, every year they go to, uh, in, in different towns, they end up naming the snowplows and they have a competition. Um Okay, so that's the funny part. But the side note on this is the place in Canada where it's at is called Chatham Kent. Have you have you ever heard of the Chatham before? Kent? Never heard of Chatham Kent. Okay, I and you know the border when you go across the United States and Canada, and it kind of twirls around around the Great Lakes. And mm-hmm. so there's parts of what looks like it should be the United States that are actually in Canada, and there's the Northern Michigan Peninsula, and you know, and there are things that look like in the United States that should be in Canada. Detroit sits right on a river, the Detroit River, that runs from one lake into, I think, Lake Erie or one of the other lakes. I can't remember which lake it is. I could look real quick. It'd be, yeah, Lake Erie. So Canada, like, butts right up to Detroit. Did you? I did not know that. I guess I didn't realize that either. I didn't realize Detroit was that far north. I did not know that. Yeah, well, it's at the base of, Detroit is not that far north. It's It's just, back to your point of it being wobbly wobbly. Yes, and so the, the border comes down far enough south that it's like, I had I had no idea that that's where it was. Because no I was clue. like, where the hell is this? Is this in England or, in, or really in Canada? And I pull it up and I'm like, it's in, it's damn near in Detroit. It's, what? <laughs> okay. So that's almost American. We'll just go with that. Um, but they named the snowplow, so they had a competition. So we're going to end it on a high note. Um, they have a handful of names, and these are hilarious. Anita Shovel. <laughs> Is the first name. So That's she's funny. She's a good old girl. Anita Shovel. Yep. Blizzard of Oz. Darth Blader. Oh, love that one. Um, the Pillsbury Plowboy. That's mm. a good one. Sled Zeppelin. Buzz Ice Clear. Not okay. Did a little stretch, but okay. <laughs> uh, Flurious George. School's not canceled. That's the name That's of one. The of one. The plow. <laughs> I like Darth Blader. I think Darth Blader and Anita Shovel are my two favorite. Darth Blader is my favorite. Uh, I'll give you two more. That'll be it. Snowby One Kenobi and Sleetwood Mac. Sleetwood Mac, too. Those are great. (laughs) Those are awesome. I still would vote for Darth Blader, though. I wonder how many plows we have in Omaha and should they be named? Maybe maybe they should be named. Because then on the map where you can track them, you could see where... that You could have the names on there and say, oh, hey, Uh, Randy's coming or, you know, Darth Blader's on his way. Damn it, school's not canceled, just got dispatched. Yeah, and the kids are all, <laughs> no, no, they're up in arms. No. That's how you know. That's how you know. School's not canceled, so. <laughs> okay. What was it, that contest a long time ago where they gave uh, the power to the people to name that boat, and they named it Bodie McBoatface? 
I and remember that. Ever since then, there they you get options. You don't get it. It's not there's no write-in ballot anymore right. on any of these contests. Right. Yeah, I think I think it would be kind of fun though if they would do something like that. If they do have, I don't know how big the the fleet is that we have. Um, there was also on next door, real quick, uh, uh, com- not a competition. It's more like a. I guess they, I kind of. Do you remember when we were talking about when to take your Christmas lights down years ago? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a. We'll just call it a healthy discussion right now because some people are throwing out some stuff and some people are adamant about things should be done. Uh, because there are still lights up and it's February and somebody who just moved to the area posted it and just said, Hey, just curious. When do y'all take your lights down around here? Cause a lot of my neighbors still have theirs up. <laughs> and I'm saying, you know what? This week is the perfect week to do it because it's 50 degrees. Yeah. After, right. After, course. after this, there's no excuse to have any more lights up still. No, there really isn't. And a lot of so people think at least, you know, people think that it's, trashy people that don't you know, they don't care about your house keep the lights up beth and i went drove through a neighborhood this weekend that yeah. i mean the houses are over a million dollars and yeah. and we even commented as we were leaving there's more christmas decorations still up in that neighborhood than there is in our our neighborhood doesn't have any at, uh, at yeah. all anymore and there's like the, still wreaths on the garage doors and one of them was even um lights in the tree outside on oh my god wow yeah. well they're okay the new thing apparently putting up lights permanent lights that stay up year round and are invisible when they're off. So you can't see the lights. Mm-hmm. My so brother it's not has like, those. Oh, they still have their lights up. They're awesome. But you can change. And it's kind of like the led lights you can put up, you know, in the basement to make the bar look cool that you can change the colors or how fast they flash and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have those for houses. Now the whole system. So you can throw up like a glow around your house, depending on the season and have and their security lights i mean they're still very bright lights you, or you can dim them down mm-hmm. but they're kind of meant to be they're taking what was trashy and trying to make it classy yeah and, is what they're, they're and you can <laughs> then you can have more my brother has those and his neighbor has those too and so fourth of july you have red white and blue they yep. even have more you can set it that go to music beat to music if you want or yeah. in our neighborhood there's a house that has them and it's just like like you said it's a very dim just kind of glow at night it just looks cool just looks cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you're so, right. You can't see them during the day and then uh, flip a switch and you have your Christmas lights yeah. up. I, that's the key, though, is you can't see them during the day. Yeah. They're not dangly down. <laughs> they're like hidden. That's the that's the that's the big difference is you can't see them during the day. There you big go. Big caveat. So, so anywho, so yeah, that's kind of like the end of my story, I guess, really. Otherwise, I've been I've been catching a few TV shows. Just started watching The Pale Blue Eye. Have you seen that on Netflix? Mm-mm, no. Christian Bale, isn't it? And Jillian Anderson. Mm-mm, not at but all. I'm just, it's got a British accent. So I'm kind of, I'm struggling. I'm working my way through it. And then another one called Requiem. If you get a chance, it's really good. I saw um, something this morning that um, potentially um, Yellowstone could be looking at being over because of scheduling conflicts with Kevin Costner. I didn't know. I didn't. That's all. I don't know anymore other than that. <laughs> I just throwing oh, it out there. Slinging that they, bomb they, and they walking he's, by. He's, he's in negotiations for something because there's a big scheduling conflict, which could lead to the end of Yellowstone. I had one thing I had heard is that there is real potential for Yellowstone to continue on without Kevin Costner. Which I could see it happening because they, they have got a strong enough ensemble cast and mm-hmm. they've got the different series because like the four sixes they don't use Kevin Costner at all. Yeah. Yellowstone's kind of in the background. So I don't know. I, I had seen something about that. I had seen that, that there's a, a real chance because he may go one more season or something like that. And then he's going to say, 
I'm out. I'm out, but I don't think I don't think it would it would hurt Yellowstone. I really don't. I mean, everybody likes him, obviously. You love having him in there, but you've got so many other really strong characters. I think it'd do really well. Yeah. Even without him. Um, another show too, you season three. Have you watched that yet? I haven't watched any of you. Oh, you gotta watch that. You is very good. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. I mean it yes, watch it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm done okay That's it. Uh, all right <laughs> thank you guys for uh listening for rating reviewing and subscribing to our podcast uh you can uh, go to our website patjt.com for all of our links and stuff great review subscribe thanks pat and jt podcast a huda media production